Welcome back to Recruiter Insights. This is a podcast made by recruiters to give you some insights. Today, we are going to talk about different things that we will look into while we are screening the CV. this week's episode where we talk about the things where we do daily <laughs> look at people's CV actually as a recruiter we need to like screening CV is one of the major parts in our jobs like, as for every role we need to definitely screen I think quite a lot of CVs like legit quite a lot like I think for myself each role I need to screen more than 10 usually like less than 10 is like such a luck that I don't need to screen that much of a CV yeah, I think for each row, maybe like 10 to 20 a day. It's normal, right? It's normal. <laughs> because we we don't really use a lot of time to just screen to the initial stage. I mean, to me personally, I will look at the, I look at the industry, the skills, whether they have or not, according to the job I have to match to the assignment. And then I also look at the company that this person has worked before and location. Location is equally important. Yeah, I think one of the things that people wouldn't think about uh, that the, some of the information that we look into the series is location itself. Because to me, I will look quite a lot into the locations. I will personally Google, I will like, purposely Google the office location. Same, same, same. I will Google map. Yeah, um, I will Google map and calculate. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> wow. I, th- I think this one I straight away asked the client itself. Do you have any... What I will do is look at location first and then I will make sure that uh, when I speak to the candidate, I ask them, are you like... Do you like driving to your workplace or do you like taking public transport to the workplace? So, so some, some of them, they don't like driving because, you know, after work, it might be jam at the same time and then you have to like stay longer in the office. Some of them loves to take public transport, so I'll let them know that there is a public transport nearby. So they'll be interested even though they're coming from a bit further like away. You already do the meeting yeah. for them, right? Hello, right. you stay right. here. You have the nearest LRT or MRT where you can take. I think to add on to that, nowadays also I ask clients, do you have hybrid work arrangement? I think these are the things that people look for. And if let's say they have right now sell to candidate, even if they stay like super far away, 75 km. I was like, but this one is hybrid or you can work from home. 75 so km is too far. Wow. Where is this coming from? Maybe <laughs> 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 you stay in Kapong, you drive all the way to Sepang. Is it 75 km? Let me Google. <laughs> Kapong to Sepang is 84. So. I know, that's too far. As a candidate, I think I wouldn't go, you know. Uh, if they can pay you, why not? But okay, la, to be realistic. <laughs> <laughs> Once a week, you have to go in office, then okay, then the rest you work from home. Hello. If you want to go to your workplace, it's 1 hour 15 minutes. Coming back to home is 1 hour 15 minutes. It's 2 hour 30 minutes. Oh. You can drive all the way to home. You are calculating the time where it's no jam. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that it is jam. I think Wendy likes this kind of job. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Uh, back to our topic. Yes, we do look at all these important things and we try to think of it from candidate's point of view, uh, whether, number one is location, whether it's too near, too far, whether it's doable or not. The second part, I think we also look at uh, in terms of position. So sometimes the role will have 
the new role has a has an opportunity for this person to lead a team. And whereas this person currently might not be leading a team. So we can see it from a point where, oh, it's actually, it could be a career progression. It's like a selling point. La. We come to you like, hey, Shukan, what are you looking for in your next job? And then you say, oh, I want a job where I can lead a team of people. And I'm like, yeah, this job, you can lead a team of people. You see? Yeah, kind of like a step-up thing, right? Yeah, You're selling yeah, a step-up step step thing. Yeah. yeah. For me, when I do the screening, also I will look into what I can sell to the person comparing to what he has now or what I can sell also. Like usually a step out thing is a very good thing to sell. It's like, you know, I have this opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. I agree. What else uh, do we look at? Ah, one very important thing. I will also look at salary. I think that's very important. <laughs> yes, I don't want to waste my time to find two expensive people. <laughs> yes, if let's say your salary is uh, 8,000, my budget is 6,000, then... Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. It's like you are too good for me. Sorry. <laughs> You're too good, uh. I hope my client will increase the budget, but nope. Okay, I be you. Yeah, so that's why sometimes I will look into the salary itself. Then I know sometimes when we try to connect on LinkedIn, then we will kind of see like then we will kind of like need to guess like actually for these people in this company, for this title, oh, yes, yes, yes. are they earning more than yeah. my client expectation <laughs> already? Are there good benefits? Uh? Would they like my client? Uh? Yeah, then it's really hard. Then that's, that's why sometimes we need to approach and give you some job opportunity might not be suitable for you because we kind of like, sometimes it's kind of like I want to give it a try lah. To yeah, just try, uh, yeah, give yeah. it a shoot. True, true. Then most of the time it doesn't work out. I understand, but <laughs> yeah, work is work. I still need to do it. <laughs> I think I think another thing that I will check on is like their preference on like industry. So uh, I came across a candidate who has been in a HR payroll system uh, industry for the past four or five years. Mm-hmm. and would not want to go back into that industry and then wants to find another like financial area so you know ka- ka- asking them what are they looking forward to in the next career right is the main thing with that for me yeah true i think just like today i have this can uh candidate who works in the engineering services country uh company and when i look at a profile I'm like wow you're really good like, after i talk to you i really like your your background and, and i think you're very sellable like client will show higher and I had in mind right, one of my clients which is the competitor then I asked her oh. would you want to join competitor nope I've done my research looked through all the glass door my company is the best for this industry wow <laughs> love it I don't want to join my competitor <laughs> so yeah I think it, that's why I guess the explore, exploratory chat is good la. because we get to understand actually we get to understand what you want and most of the time we want to get your understanding of your preferences and your background experience more than sharing a job with you. Like, understand yeah, first before understand we, your, we tell you. this person. Uh. Yes, correct. Make that connection with the people. Correct. And we want to also build relationship with you because we will always come back to you for other roles, not just for this one particular role that we have at the moment. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so what other things we will look into in the CV itself? Okay, this one is a bit um sensitive. Sensitive is this sensitive, but this is a bit more subjective. You know, like okay, on LinkedIn you have profile pictures, right? So sometimes I look at the picture, whether this person good looking or not. I mean it doesn't mean that I will not shortlist you for my job, but it's just like, oh, this 
this guy very good looking. Uh, like professional, like, like, like the profile yeah. seems professional. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, Quite cute. Uh, let me talk to him. But for a proper job. Uh. <laughs> I tell you, this, these things doesn't happen to engineering role. I'm pretty sure when you see pretty girls in engineering, like, oh, impressive. <laughs> I mean, it depends. <laughs> and most of the people are in engineering, they first, they don't have a linking account. So those are very good in engineering. Sometimes they don't have a linking account because they don't somehow need to have that or they prefer to use a quite a old school style is job street. Yeah. I wonder, yeah, I think it's good to put your profile on LinkedIn. If you don't have, you should create one. And maybe our next podcast, we should teach people, you know, what, what, what how to, to sell yourself. How do you, what are the important things that you yeah, need yeah, to yeah. put on so. your LinkedIn? Um, but another thing I want to see, do you guys actually go through their education? <clears throat> yes. Let me share with you one time. I didn't really go through the education because the person has degree and master's degree. Degree is uh, legit uh, because it's one of the top public U in Malaysia, but the master's is from US. So I thought, okay, uh, not, not master's not that important. I'll look into your experience. So I talked to him, I interviewed him and sounded like a good, guy for the assignment that I have so I sent to my client and my client caught it client was like this person has a fake master's degree and since then right how did they know because the client is in education so oh. at one glance I think he knew that it was a fake one oh. and you mean like they figured out like the school doesn't exist or something like that correct oh. like it was a fake one wow that's so, quite next level though yeah so then I googled and I realized oh my goodness it is real. Like this this company in the US they're selling out all this fake master's degree. La. Oh so yes, how you do online. This. Mm, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. So ever since then I'm a bit more cautious, especially uni that I'm not very familiar with. And then after the case, right, I interviewed another girl. Like not too long after that that case. I was a bit like scared and have to be more careful, right? Don't want to send clients' uh, CVs I never really screen too thoroughly, especially education. So this girl, she studied in this uni and she told us in the education, oh yeah, yeah I studied IT and then I moved into a HR role. And then I was like, the name of the university looked a bit dodgy. After the interview, I googled then I confronted her. Then oh. only she told me, right, oh, you know, my family was poor at that time. My dad uh, asked me to just uh, get into an online course. I was the victim of a scam. So she came from that point of view. I was like, not quite sure what to believe. Then I tried to question her, question her. And I was like, then I told her, <laughs> do not put a fake degree or degree that you're not completed to be counted as completed mm-hmm. in your CV. So to everyone out there, mm-hmm. please do not put your fake CV. And even if your degree is incomplete, at least put that incomplete. Don't, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. tell people it's completed. Yes, yes. But do you think if I put incomplete, it will be a disadvantage? Yes, of course it will, but it's better to be honest than being dishonest because nowadays every company can do a background check on you and it's it's not that expensive. And one background check they will know that whether your degree is real, fake, complete or incomplete. Yeah, they lose the trust in you also. And then you know, you're in the industry, let's just say like or stainless steel or something like that. You know, there's very limited amount of uh, companies, right? Maybe this Especially word, niche uh, one, yeah, right? Niche ones, yes the word will pass on that this person 
being blacklisted or anything like that. So it's very, it's going to be very hard for you to like find the next job. Yes. Because all these top level management people knows each other. They know who who are their competitors and all. So somehow or rather the news will spread. Yeah, true. And my question would be, what do you think of those who do not have any qualification? I think they can take on online courses. Huh? Right, at least um, legit. I think I haven't encountered anyone without any education at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, simply but, because engineering, you definitely need a certification to do so. I think maybe for sometimes for sales role, it's more rank and file. So you graduated from high oh, school, yeah, you went I, to sales role then. I think it depends not, on the role itself. Yeah. Like some of the sales role, you definitely non-necessarily need to have a degree. And you, sometimes with diploma, you can do the sales role up to a manager level. But... To be honest, uh, if you don't have a certain certification or certain level of the degree or master, losing your, out, right? I your think promotion actually out. is hard. Yeah, you're losing out. You can really grow up to a certain level and then you'll be losing out to your other colleagues who have. And also sometimes like, even you can climb up, you definitely will be disadvantaged in a sense that the hiring company will pay you less. Although you are oh, on the same level. That's what mm, I saw. Like, yes, yes, yes. I had an engineering candidate before. Then he's uh, already a factory manager. But his pay actually is about like slightly more than a production manager role. But we then he works so hard. Then we feel like he's definitely getting underpaid. Because oh, so I see, I see. Wow. Okay, so... Yeah, so actually it works. La. It's definitely... Mm-hmm. It's sad, it's true that you don't, if you don't get a higher degree, you might need to, it might be hard to climb the uh, corporate ladder, try to be higher level, that kind of things. But that's somehow shows the importance of education. Like. Yes, yes. And I think like some companies also have their minimum requirements. Some people are okay with diploma, some companies for certain roles, they are like minimum also a degree holder. I think now today the degree are more common, right? The, like you have, must have a degree, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. Diploma already. Yes, Everyone exactly. is having a degree. So, um, but I did, I want to know, like, it's also based on the client preference also when you send over the CV. Does the client really specify the person needs to have a degree or how is it like? Because at the end, client is the one, the hiring manager or the client is the one making the decision whether they want to like actually interview them or not, right? I think most of the time, my clients would want someone with a minimum degree holder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very rare uh, that you hire people without. I mean, so education is important. Uh. Yeah, and oh, one thing that I will always be curious, like you know how sometimes you put all your professional experience and then you put your, uh, the done line line portfolio like your side hustle portfolio then I'll be interested to click on it and like oh other than these professional technical skills and experience you have uh, you also have a different set of skills that you're doing outside but actually back to the education first la, I have a question do you think actually education really matters yes it matters like I mean like in terms of like uh, not only looking about the promotions or uh, the uh, not look purely on the ability side lah. Do you think education is really that matter? I think in uni we learn 
we learn like critical thinking skills and we learn how to work in groups and we learn how to manage our time with different assignments. Mm. I guess these are the skills that are very important when you right, come right. to work in the workplace. Yes. I think I think I only had one experience whereby this uh, candidate of mine went through, I think, degree and then halfway through he stopped. So I can see the difference on how the candidate is. Is it his thought process, uh, right? Yeah, his thought process is much more different and how laid back he is. I can't, I can't uh, generalize this because I only spoke to one of the candidates. But when I spoke to the other candidate who had like a degree, professional degree, I felt like there's some sort of like a professionalism in the candidate who has a degree rather than not having a degree. So yeah, yeah. I... I, I think so, I can't generalize, lah, but this is what I felt like at that point of time. And also to add on, I think not just having a degree is important, but the school that you graduated from, I think it also plays a part. Yeah, I think uh, having a degree is essential, but the school you are from actually is a plus point. Like, you know, LSE, UM, like this kind of school is like, wow. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like top schools, study yeah. overseas. Oh, good, good. Like UCL, Imperial, Caltech, MIT. I hear a lot of like overseas universities. I only heard UM. Is there any other UM <laughs> universities you uh, want to mention? Help. <laughs> Sunway. Sunway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Help alumni. Advertising for help. <laughs> yeah, then. Yeah, I think it plays a plus point part. Like it doesn't. It, it, I've feel in uh, Malaysia job market it won't be a decisive factor at the moment because I believe I f- somehow I feel that actually all the employers that we are working on working with now they are more look into ability itself rather than the education yeah I think because the roles that we are working on are experience higher so education is essential but the more important things are the work experience and the technical skills. Uh. I do have a client that rejecting some of the candidates that I approached before, but they also approached already. Lah. So actually, it's they mm. approached the candidate first. Mm. They're kind of like curious, like what is the reason they're rejecting like the person? They say it's because uh, they believe the person might be hard to take up the job because he has a... Because, no, sorry, because the person has a lower grade in the one of the uni like that oh you mean you like, need subjects, like first right? class versus wait subjects like G- or the oh, CGPA like first yeah. class versus uh, third okay, class okay, uh. okay okay but I I, I I think I see the difference when it comes to third class and second class because third class okay I can't speak for everyone but I just do feel like generally feel like third class they just want to try get the certificate and move on so they, as long as you have the certificate, that's all they're looking at. For the second class and upper, I feel like they put in real amount of work. Do you think so? Yeah. That, that is yeah. A, definitely, there's a difference. La. Yeah, I think so. I think so. But then again, it depends on the uni that you go to. If the uni that you go to has a lower standard, you are, you can also be first class. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Alright. And I also feel like the... The uni also plays a role in like the exposure in candidates when they go to the yes, exactly. working world. Yes, exactly. So some of the 
unis i don't want to mention names i feel like yeah don't let the haters come some of the unis all right uh some of the unis i just feel like there's not much of exposure for them to work with different uh different races or different races or like different different um uh uh different like different organization like small big mnc so you know mnc do have like a uh, overseas counterpart or anything like that you're working with so that kind of exposure you wouldn't have that's for education now yeah. then actually the way we emphasizing education quite a lot now is because we saw some of the polls People, some of the people posting their SPM result before saying "dita hadi, dita hadi, dita hadi," other or "gaga, gaga, gaga, gaga." So we want to give uh, in like messages here talking about actually educations are real important mm. when we yes. talking about on the CV itself is is important at certain level and will be a plus point if you come back from a very like prestigious university. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. but I, I I'm uh, I feel like. You know, don't take that, and then you have to like really join like a very high class university or anything like that. Just make your decision based on like you look at different different universities and get a proper uh, guidance on where which university to go for. Just don't go for the universities like okay, the price is very high here. Probably they're giving me a very good education mm-hmm. uh, studies or structure or that. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't believe that. that. Go with. All the universities go and learn what are they trying to give you first. Yeah, like look around. If you are a SPM graduate, yeah. now it's time for you to look for good universities. But if you are, I think if you are experienced higher, okay, you can't go back to time and change your university wherever you studied. I mean, that's fine. You got your degree and move on. Or you um, can get an MBA. Yeah, get an MBA. Or, or I would say join a good MNC company that allow you to learn or give you good proper structure. I think that is also a good training ground. Yeah. And I do feel like some of the companies actually do sponsor you when you study or like get masters or anything like that. But do do uh do go through the contract when they sponsor you because there might be like a a bond together that comes with it. Yes. Yeah. So that's something you have to look at before you sign any official documents. Yeah. Are you willing to stay in this company for the next three to four years while completing your studies? Yeah, I think so. Then what else are the things that you look into when you are screening the CV? The type of companies that the person come from. Like if let's say this is MNC client, normally they will want people who have worked in MNC before. Because MNC is about structure and all that. And if you have worked in MNC, you will be able to learn out the structure pretty fast. Uh, yeah, I think the type of companies that you come from, the exposure is very important. Uh. Yeah, I think so. Like right. Big brain. So that's why a lot of people would like to join a big brain to kind of like brush out their CV. But I would say sometimes... Uh, MNC doesn't suitable to you as a person, mm. but I would say it's definitely somehow it's a good name to sell, lah. Yeah. Yes. Why, why is it not suitable for some people? Some people don't like that kind of too structured things or like too specializing because actually in a big MNC you kind of like a too 
for the whole company, then somehow you kind of like put you under one specialization. Yeah, because they are so structured that they put everybody in a in different function. So if you handle this, you only handle this part. So it's good and bad lah. Like some people want to switch after MNC. I learn this. I want to learn. I want to have bigger exposure. And then I go into a smaller setup where I can I can do more things. It's not a bad thing. I mean, your experience yeah. will sell. And then also like um, sometimes MNC is more because there are too much people, so they will have politics inside lah. Yeah. Yeah lah. Every companies will have politics. Oh, there's another thing you guys forgot about. What? Um, the number of years you actually stayed in the previous companies and all. Oh, oh yes, yes. job yes. hopping. Yes. yes. Yep, we see a lot of them out there. How long <laughs> do you think is job hopping? Like, how what is the length of the durations of staying in a company? You think, oh, it's not job hopping, or it's a job hopping? I think minimum two to two and a half years is quite good. Oh, no, for me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, less than a year, it's like a job hopper. So if you see continuously like three months, less five than months, year. Oh, eight months. months. But then I do believe that when I speak to them, they do have like some of the concerns. Because when I spoke to one of the candidates, he told me one of it was like internship. So he didn't put it as intern. So I thought it was a full-time job. Oh. But at the next job he went to, he stayed there for six months. Then I realized when I was speaking to him, then I realized that uh, he had like some personal uh, family issues. That is why from this industry, he went to a totally different industry after that because there was like flexible timing in that industry, that job position. So he had to sometimes take care of the family. So it is something you need to talk to the candidate and figure it out. Yeah, yeah. we will do that now. Or those that want one year, three months, one year, two months, one year, six months, for three, four times, I think I'll be a bit more cautious. Yeah, I think especially for me, I think for engineering role, I think it's right, for engineering and, and a senior level, actually, it's quite similar to HR already. Mm-hmm. Like, you need a certain period of time to prove that you have learned or performed to something in the company. Like, you have results. Lah. Yeah, yes, yes. Mm. Yeah, that's why I feel yeah, like when, a, when you become a more senior role than staying longer because sometimes when you are in a more senior role the problems that you need to solve you couldn't solve within 6 months couldn't solve within 8 months a year it's yeah. sometimes quite hard you, you need a period of time to see yeah. the progress yeah you need a period of time to see a progress to implement to really see the progress to see the results then to implementation yeah right? yeah so it's for a senior role I think that feels so lah. but for a junior role I would say maybe one to two years is a bit normal yeah. I would say one to two years is a bit two years is better lah. one to two years yeah lah. one to two years is okay lah. okay so, lah. So okay years, la. good. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know why but it's like two years definitely show some results yes one to two years as Unless you definitely have a result already. I think show some skills, some not yeah. maybe not, not results, like the skills that you have picked up within that two years, it becomes stronger in that particular area. Yeah, but I mean sometimes there are people like pick up a skill quite fast and they're okay lah, mm-hmm. I think I learned enough, they want to move on like that. That is possible. So that's why I say maybe one to two years okay lah. Then but less than a year, I will kind of like uh, uh it's hard to learn and because learn a skills is a thing, 
but you can use the skill to be more independent is another thing. Yeah. I think you need sometimes to be that kind of the independency also. I will also check whether this person can adapt or not. Maybe this person has been hopping because always go into the wrong company mm-hmm. or may not be able to adapt in this yeah. type of company. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right. Then we'll need to look into see what kind of the reasons behind it. Lah. I think yeah. usually as a recruiter, we will always ask, hey, actually, what's the reasons you leave yeah. this company? If like, you are able to justify it, right? We are not like want to kind of like push you down because you keep job mm. hopping. It's just Correct. like, I want to understand you as a person better to see mm. where are you coming from, and why just, you want to leave this company. Yeah, to see whether you will fit the role. Right? Because at the end of the day, our client will come back and ask us, why is this person keep job hopping? Yeah, yeah so, so that we can defend you also. Because we know all these answers, we don't have to come and pasteurize you. Like, why did you leave back again? You know, it's a bit uncomfortable as well for you you know have to answer us after an interview session more questions are coming up so it's better to clear right then then in during the interview itself why did you like leave or anything like that so we can defend you better with the client then most of the time we will keep it to ourselves because mm. we just want to understand you as better as yep. a person la. so yes, correct, you know correct. what kind of the things that you gone through then maybe mm. when the clients yes. Ask us about this, then we can try to defend you. Uh, you know, yeah. this is the kind of the problems that he or she couldn't solve at that point of time yeah. at this at his level. Sometimes different things. Sometimes it's like management restructuring. Sometimes it's like just like like very toxic boss. Sometimes it's just like very overload work for work. Uh, I think you don't have to bad mouth about your company or your bosses, but all you need to do is to share enough information for us to understand the situation that you're in. Yeah, yeah. Enough to let us put our put ourselves in your shoes lah. Then we can understand. Okay, yeah. yeah. I think at this point of time, if I were you, I couldn't really sustain also. Yes, correct. Okay, there's another thing, there's an additional thing that I always check nowadays in job street when I retrieve a CV is that the email. Their email is something I always check because recently I've been email. getting the emails that I see Why is email? like, like what, what, what? powers at gmail.com <laughs> uh, powerrangers <laughs> at gmail.com <laughs> so they're still using the old uh, email address you know so I have to uh, I came across recently in this week two Super people Super, Super Power Ranger yes, yes. I, I, think, I, I think the one I was laughing at was chicken little chicken little at gmail.com <laughs> And then I see her, uh, her experience eight years. Mm, okay. But I had to like clarify with her whether this is correct or not. Then she told, oh, actually, you can send it to another Gmail account. Uh, so nowadays, I came across two people uh, recently. That's something I will check. Because I'm going to send out an invitation or like later on when the client wants to meet you through a Zoom call. And <laughs> so I need to forward your Gmail to them. Please use a professional. Yes, <laughs> correct, correct. I think so. We need to talk about it with, together with the LinkedIn profile. Yeah, right? that's true. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Uh, another thing I'll pick it up is definitely your achievements area. In each of your companies, oh, some people will highlight achievements, oh. right? You want to know what this person has been doing. Yeah, yeah and also some of the keywords of your role itself. Like let's say if I'm doing channel sales, I will put channel sales, channel sales, channel sales, distribution, distribution, distribution. Yes, yes, so yes. clearly see I'm doing more uh, channel sales or like indirect sales I'm not doing any like is direct sales mm. just to let you know the kind of the things la. correct correct yeah yeah I think give some keywords of your job itself actually will highlight your profile yeah if let's say you do social media you can if you only 
execute social media, then you keyword execute social media plan. Nah. But yeah, if you please don't, please don't put strategize. plan, plan strategize social media and then when we talk to you, eh, the other, the, the other planning yeah, pun. Ini picture bukan sama dengan kamu punya ke? Is this the same person? Hello, call police. <laughs> <laughs> and also, when you mention social media, right? Uh, it's better to actually like let us know which social media. Some people only manage Facebooks or Instagram or anything like that. So it's better for you to uh, let us know which type of platform do you manage. Yeah. So that's good as well. Elaborate a bit and then put in your keywords. You can try to... I mean, sometimes I understand like some of the marketing or sales people will try to oversell a bit. But please sell it in a reasonable range lah. you cannot sell like what we say just now you execute only where I say I strategize I implement myself then all the things I do <laughs> and then all the things I do when we ask you what are the plans that you come up with or oh, actually my boss came up with a plan I execute it let <laughs> me know there's one time right I interviewed one. a candidate that he said like his one of his achievements in the current company actually is like maybe I sell 60k of the total revenue of that year. I was like, wow, oh. I feel quite impressive. Oh. It's like, yeah, sounds good. Then, then I asked, then I asked like, then what is your target uh, for in this company? Uh? Actually, my target is 100K. It's like, oh, wow. Good. I love that. I love that skills, actually. Like, it's like, yes, you're selling yourself, but it just, unfortunately, I catch that. <laughs> Follow-up question. I was like, oh, okay, I know already. <laughs> Uh, but then did you ask like compared to his employees maybe he is the best one who's doing it like because like I did speak to a candidate because uh, of the brand that he's actually maintaining the KPI is high but then he's overachieving be- much better than the colleagues he's with so the KPI range is so high but they f- they actually reach a certain level of like achievement uh, but yeah. then the KPI is the only thing that is high like the his he his or her boss setting unreasonable KPI lah, but he managed to catch some of yes, them. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. I think that's Maybe reasonable. That might also. Be a, yeah, that might be a reason also, because he only mentioned sixty k probably because he's the highest among the other employees. I mean, maybe because Possible? that person is the only person in charge of that sales. <laughs> uh, sure. Okay. Then, then, I don't know. You need to talk to his boss. <laughs> yeah. What is the other things that you look into also? Mm, what other things? Uh? Okay, what else that we look for? Actually, we have two things that are quite sensitive lah, to look into the CV itself. One oh is no, race. race. And one one is, age, uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for, but for the race itself, usually, uh, because sometimes uh, some of the companies will say, you know, my team are too uh, one race yeah. then so I want to mix a bit they want to diversify oh. it lah, especially MNC so instead of hiring the same race they were like oh for this new role I want to add in two new other races that is different from my uh, which is not a bad thing yeah I mean, it's definitely not a bad thing theme, uh. yeah 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 and and also sometimes I would say I know it's bad but sometimes I would say some of the roles they want to protect the person they will prefer guy they would prefer male candidates yeah, male over uh, female maybe because yeah, yeah. because for the heavy industry heavy, heavy industry for the security of the job itself sometimes they will prefer male candidates lah mm-hmm. yes or sometimes I think maybe you have to go to the hostel and look in the hostel if possible they will get a guy to do the job yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah then so. another thing is age because sometimes 
some of the roles actually they will limit the age itself because very sadly, yeah. Very sadly yeah. if you are 50 and above a bit susah a bit susah actually yeah, yeah. so True. usually we will look for people like around 50 already we will try to consult the candidate also you know yes. this is your might be your last career movement mm-hmm. so please make the choice wisely correct correct mm. right. yeah and i think we will also not reject Okay, age-wise, we might not reject, but we also could go to the candidate and say that, uh, what if the client wants to offer you a contract role looking at your age? Oh, I haven't covered uh, this situation before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think some of my candidates uh, did share with me, they did like this contract roles because yeah. of the age. The retirement, so right? They do contract, some of them mostly go into do just coaching. So they have like 20 oh. years of experience in, let's just say, shipping procurement so this company a huge company what they do is like they have a workshop workshop session which go and teach this course they go in and then they start teaching this all the knowledge they have so i feel like that is very good because they are they are actually summarizing 30 years of experience into one workshop or multiple workshops so it's like a very very golden opportunity for you to learn this many things in a short period of time. Yeah, yeah, I think that's true though. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, so these yeah. are the two more sensitive things that we will also yeah. look into. And also sometimes they are looking for younger people it's just because successor plan. Because some companies, they do have their successor plan. Yeah. yeah. So if let's say mm. they hire someone are too senior, and also sometimes it's a conflict between the hiring manager and also the candidates. As in the hiring manager may be a bit too, too senior young. or too young and uh, then they want yeah, yeah. yes. I think that is also okay. it's part of the consideration, but I wouldn't yes. say it's a very decisive decision. Correct. Yeah. Sometimes we will try to for age purpose, like, sometimes we will try to push back also. Yeah, so you know. We will because at we at least try to push back to client. Yeah, because we value the ability and also the experiences better than uh, over than the age la. we will put it as a maybe a factor of consideration but we will don't try to put it as a decisive factor yes la. yes we will not outright reject you we will take note of this and then discuss with uh client and see what they think mm, correct, yeah. correct so this is the value that we will give if you work with us yes that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah especially us <laughs> yes especially us <laughs> yeah and also Another thing that I will look into is the structure of the CV itself. Yes. Just now we have a huge discussion of this. So, uh, personally, I like the plain Microsoft Word uh, CV. I don't need that much of too too much information. It's like I don't need the uh, photos. I don't need the kind uh, of like fancy uh, layout. Uh, I just want to see your experiences like yeah. that. Clean I, and cut, cut clean and also understandable. I think I want the clean and nice one. Like how you walk into Muji shop, right? And everything is minimalist yet very organized. Yes, <laughs> correct. I would suggest nowadays there are a lot of free templates out there. For example, Canva. Just go in there and use the template and edit from there. Yeah, they already have like a template there. So I, I don't see why not, not try using it yeah. for your advantage yeah. lah. Please don't use words. That will tell your personality. <laughs> and and that will tell your personality a bit, the way you present your CV. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, I, the reason why I don't really like Canva CV is because sometimes you, it kind of like limits you because uh, with a certain layout, your fonts are 
affected because of that. Uh, oh, yeah, it's uh, continuing. Yes yes, 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 yes. I think so. It's personal preference, lah. Yeah, so I wouldn't that, reject yeah. some. Well, <laughs> I'm not saying that I would reject everyone with Canva CVs. It's just like, I, it takes me uh, more time to really read through files. So that's why I will go for the safest choice, which is Microsoft Word. And it's also easier, right? You just type and then align it from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, actually, I actually have another another thing that I want I'll look at in a CV is the sequence of working experience because nowadays I do see like some yes. of the candidates who put like their old experience on top and then the new ones below. Which one you prefer? No, I, I prefer, prefer new, one. new one on top. Yeah, I prefer new one on top. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because when the hiring manager looks at the CV and then he's gonna look at the old one first and then he's gonna be like. Wow, this person is not experienced at all. And then he left so long ago. Why is he still searching for a job? So because they already have that <laughs> that view, you know? You actually worked there 10 years ago. Yes. Because hiring manager has a lot of candidates they have to screen through, just like yours as well. So um what they do is they just take a first glance, oh, not 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 good enough, not experienced enough, then they move on. Instead of so, screwing through all they scroll one two yes. and make and the recent one I saw was like the current experience is like in the second page so I it's nothing wrong but I just feel like we already normalized that the current experience to be on top yeah I think so I think so it's kind of the thing that's a good point yeah Yeah, the sequence of your employment Mm -hmm. yeah so talking about so since we have been giving so much tips about the CV so actually, we feels like we want to provide a CV screening services for all of the listeners here. So for this Saturday, we will post our story about a free CV screening services from us as a recruiters. But mm, for yeah. that kind of services, we definitely need some of the information from you. The very first one will be your CV. Mm-hmm. The, sec- mm-hmm. the second will be your interest of your future opportunities. Yes, what you're applying, what you, do you want to apply to in your next job? Correct. It is the best that you can straight away give me a role. Oh, like, yeah, want, a, link, I, a link, a link of the like, job. I want to apply this job. Can you help me to screen my CV? Do you think it's good enough? Like that. Yes. Then I say, okay, yeah, maybe. Then after that, I will, uh, then after that, we will need to have a chat with you to understand you as a yes, person better. Correct, correct. Yes, yes, yes. It's much needed. We are friendly people. I will put all the information in the description below. Then if we do have some delays in terms of the this kind of services, please bear with us because we might or might not get too much responses for this. Lah. Yeah, it's yeah. still in work in progress as well. Yeah, so I think that's all about it today. Uh, I think CV actually is kind of like your first impression when you're doing job hunting, even before you talk to a hiring manager, talk to a HR, talk to a recruiter. So, this kind of first impression is always better that you can like organize it well so the person can understand you better as a person or as this uh, in your role and your career itself. So, yeah, right. hope this episode will give you more insights about CV screening and also how to strategize your CV. If you like our contents, please like, follow, and share uh, our Instagram accounts, Recruiter Insights. And please, when you share the story, please tag us also so we can reshare your story as well. If you have any questions about recruitment or you are finding jobs, feel free to PM us so we can uh, get in touch with you to understand you better as a person. Thank you for your time today. Have a nice day. Bye-bye.
date. Today we are going to talk about a few common things that we usually see. Today we are going to talk about. Today we are going to talk about. Correct. Actually, my friend is doing the workshop now. Like. Oh, uh, can we join? I need to check. We also need refresher course. We are going to post either a story or a post itself to. It's a. Please share, then uh, please like, follow, and subscribe, and share our contents, buyers, uh, and share. Blah. <laughs>